Well, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. I hope that you had a great day uh, on Thursday or whenever you celebrated hanging out with your family. I hope you ate a whole lot of excellent food. I know our family had some great food. Uh, Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. Now, I know some of you that follow my wife or myself on Facebook are like, that cannot be true, CJ, because we've seen on Facebook November 1st, on my birthday, my one request is we decorate for Christmas. We set up the Christmas tree, we get out the movies, we play the music, it is all out Christmas. But having, even though we are a family that decorates for Christmas before Thanksgiving, I still stand by the fact that Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. And there's a few reasons for that. One, I do enjoy that the excitement of Christmas is still to come. But also, it is the one holiday where you gather together and you sit around. And yes, you do get to eat some awesome food. And for us, it's a bonus because many of you know we raise our own chickens and turkeys. And so we have the honor and the privilege of knowing that our turkey was well cared for from the time it was born until the time it got to be eaten, which was awesome. Um, but, but here's the thing about Thanksgiving. You gather together, and that is the only agenda. There is no, like, let's get the dinner over with so that we can get to the gifts. There is no pressure of, man, is this person really going to like the gift that I got them? Or the pressure of, am I going to like the gift they got me? Like, or do I need to pretend, thank you so much? Uh, there's none of that. It's just you gather together and that is the only agenda. You just gather. And so uh, as I thought about what uh, I was going to talk to you guys about this morning uh, when Chris asked me to preach, um, I was thinking a lot about Thanksgiving. And I've, I've been thinking a lot about giving thanks uh, this, this year as we lead up to Thanksgiving. And so a few weeks ago, I gave this lesson at Worship Uncoiled. So if you are at Worship Uncoiled, you've heard this before. Uh, and then I kind of outlined this lesson online. And as I sit down, sat down to prepare for this morning, I thought, all right, what am I going, uh, what am I going to present? And God just kept coming back to this lesson, this topic. And so I don't typically reuse lessons that I've given before, uh, but I felt like God was saying, CJ, you need to reuse this one. And so if you've heard this before, congratulations, you get to hear it again. Um, but but here, here's the thing. Here's the main point. It's, it's this. Expressing thankfulness looks different in the good times than it does in the difficult times. Expressing thankfulness looks different in the good times than it does in the difficult times. Um, so... In the book of 1 Thessalonians, Paul is writing to this church in Thessalonica. And he is finishing up this letter and he is being encouraging and he's uh, moving them forward. And he says this as he finishes this book. He says, rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Holy cow, that is a tall order. How do you do that? 
How do you rejoice always? How do you pray without ceasing? How do you give thanks in all circumstances? Each one of those could be a standalone sermon or even a standalone series. But today, as we have just finished up Thanksgiving, I want to focus in on this idea of giving thanks in all circumstances. How do we practically give thanks in all circumstances? How do you give thanks when times are really good? That one's pretty easy. You know, we're excited, we're joyful, we're thankful, we, we can express it. But how do you also give thanks when times are difficult? This morning, I'm going to be a little bit uh, vulnerable with you guys. I'll share some things from my own personal life, both good things and difficult things. Um, and, and I share that with you guys this morning, not to say, oh, poor CJ, or hey, CJ has this incredible life. None of that. I share that with you guys this morning uh, to express that everyone sitting here has moments in life where they're on the mountaintops. And everyone sitting here has moments in life when they're in the valley. And Paul gives us a pretty tall order that giving thanks should happen in the mountaintops and in the valley. And so often I think we focus on giving thanks and we only think about it when we're on the mountaintops. And this is our expression of thanks. And how do we do that when we're in the valley? I've had some really good times uh, in my life. Uh, going back to middle school and high school, I know we have some students in here. Those days when I got no homework, I did not have to go to a job after school. Everything went right and I was just flying high. It's like I got the whole evening ahead of me. This is awesome. I was super thankful. 16 years old, I got my driver's license. Some of you are there or almost there or can remember being there. How awesome was that? Super thankful, right? My team wins. I get to sleep in. I have a great day with my family. Times where I am super, super thankful. There was this time in college. I had decided that I was going to ask out this girl named Kirsten. And I was absolutely convinced there was no way she was going to say yes. But I was going to go for it anyway. And I asked her out. She said yes. I was like, oh, this is awesome. Super thankful, right? And then about a year later, I asked her to marry me. I was super thankful. And then Brinkley came along and Clark and Tate and Luna. We have those moments in our lives where we are just thankful. And it's so easy to express thanks. And then we have other moments in our lives. We have those moments where uh, when I was a freshman in high school, I was horribly bullied in the boys' locker room. How do you express thankfulness coming out of that? I remember um, walking in to the doctor's office with five-year-old Brinkley and four-year-old Clark and two-year-old Tate. And we walked into the doctor's office and we saw Kirsten crying. And she told us that we had lost a baby. 
And our kids burst into tears. How do you express thankfulness? How do you explain to five-year-old and a four-year-old and two-year-old that the baby sister that they were so excited for has died? How do you express thankfulness in that? I currently do and have, from the time I was a child, struggled with crippling anxiety. Not, not just I'm anxious, I mean like middle school, high school, young adult, into adulthood, days on end where I would cry for hours. How do you express thankfulness? How do you express thankfulness in the, in the times that are just difficult? I think there is a lot of advice given for being thankful. And, and as, we, as I've been thinking about this this month, and, and really, guys, this is the first year that I have really uh, thought about expressing thankfulness in these two various ways. And so I've been running it through my mind a whole lot. And I've noticed as we lead up to Thanksgiving, uh, there's been a lot of advice given on how to be thankful, which that's good. You know, it's moving into Thanksgiving. Let's be thankful. And, and I have expressed some of this advice to the people that I love also. Here's some advice that's given on how to be thankful, especially when times are tough, when times are difficult. Focus on the good things. Focus on the good things. Think of all the things that you are thankful for and just, you know, don't think about the bad things. Just remember, someone always has it worse than you do. Just be positive. And you have so much to be thankful for. And I have given this advice to people that I love. And I am realizing that while this advice is well-intentioned, and while this advice is given with a good heart and is meant to be helpful, I think this advice sends some unintended messages to the people that we love. I think the unintended messages that are sent with this advice is ignore the difficulty in your life. Stuff down those emotions that you're feeling and just be happy. Your emotions aren't important because somebody else has it worse than you are. And finally, what you're going through doesn't matter. Ouch. I have to apologize because I have sent these messages unintentionally and have hurt some people in my life. And I think that as Paul writes, give thanks in all circumstances, and Paul is sitting there pinning those letters, he's thinking about those moments in his life when things were awesome. He's thinking about the moment that he was converted to Christ and he had this epiphany that life had this incredibly different meaning than he ever realized. I think he's thinking about those moments where he started churches and he brought people along with him and he made friendships and he drew people into Christ. But I also think that when Paul is pinning these words, he's thinking about those moments when he was shipwrecked and stranded. He's thinking about those moments he was chained and in prison. He's thinking about those moments that he was beaten and tortured for Jesus. And he pins, be thankful in all circumstances. And here's what I don't think. I don't think Paul, as he writes those words, be thankful in all circumstances, is ever saying, 
ignore everything that's going wrong. That is not the answer. Because here's the truth. Our emotions matter. Our emotions matter. Sometimes life is good. Sometimes life is really difficult. And God gave us our emotions to express goodness in the good times. And he gave us our emotions to deal with and navigate the difficult times. And I don't think Paul, or Jesus for that matter, would ever say ignore negative emotions for the sake of being thankful. Matter of fact, we see Jesus expressing his emotions in a wide range of emotions. We see him joyful and excited on the day that he was baptized when God opened up the clouds and said, this is my son with whom I'm well pleased. We see him angry and frustrated with the religious leaders and multiple times with the religious leaders. And we see him throwing tables in the temple. We see him fearful as he heads to the cross and just unsure of what the future holds, even though he's God and he knows everything. We see Jesus never forsaking his emotions or the difficulty in his life for the sake of being thankful. Our emotions matter. And we should never forsake the difficulty or ignore the difficulty or the emotions in our lives for the sake of being thankful. So the question remains, how do we express thankfulness in the good times and in the difficult times? How do we do that? How do we express thankfulness when times are good as well as when times are bad? I have some, some really practical ways to do that. And, and here's the thing. I'm going to give uh, a little caveat to this. Um, this is something that I have spent time praying about and thinking about and just been rolling around in my head a lot this entire month of November. And if I'm honest with you, uh, this is really the first year that I have considered expressing thanks looks different when times are good than it does when times are bad. I've always been that person that's been like, hey, Mr. Positive, ignore the bad stuff. Only focus on the good stuff. And so this is kind of new for me. Uh, but I feel like as I've thought about this and I've prayed about this, God has given me some of this really uh, practical stuff uh, to share with you guys this morning. I feel like this is from God. But I have to say uh, that these are my own thoughts. And so you may agree with some of these. You may disagree with some of these. And that's okay. That's all right. I'm fine if you don't agree with, with everything I say this morning. Uh, but I do want to share uh, some ways that we can be thankful even in the difficult times and this may be a way of thinking about thankfulness that you may have never considered before all right so how do we be thankful in difficult times first things first be honest with your emotions be honest with your emotions to both yourself and to god See, a lot of times when we think about our emotions and expressing our emotions, we think God is 
sitting up in heaven and the only way we can talk to him is with reverence and a soft voice and make sure that we are being kind and loving as we talk to God. Here's the thing. God's big enough to handle our emotions. God's big enough to handle our kind, loving, joyous, incredible emotions. And God is big enough to handle our emotions when we are in the depths and in the difficult places. When we are feeling frustrated and lonely and worn out and, and angry. God can handle all of those emotions. And here's the thing. God gave us our emotions to help us deal with difficult circumstances. I love this, this uh, story in the Bible when Lazarus dies. Not because Lazarus dies. I know that sounds very morbid. But, but I love the reaction between Mary, Martha, and Jesus. You see, Mary, Martha, and Jesus, and Lazarus, they were tight. They were a family that, I mean, them and Jesus, if you needed a favor from Jesus, Mary, Martha, and Lazarus were the ones that were going to get the favor from Jesus. And Lazarus gets sick. Jesus is away. And so Mary and Martha, they send for Jesus. And they're tight. Like, they're going to get this, this, uh, this thing from Jesus. They're like, Jesus, Lazarus is sick. you got to come heal him. Jesus can heal him. And they wait. And Jesus doesn't come. People start to ask questions. Hey, I thought you were, like, Aren't you guys, like, super close with Jesus? Like, shouldn't Lazarus be getting better by now? And they wait. And Jesus doesn't come. And they start to ask questions in their mind because here's the thing. They have seen Jesus heal people from a distance. All he has to do is say the word and boom, Lazarus is better. But Lazarus doesn't get better. They have seen Jesus drop everything he's doing and march to go heal people. Jesus should be here by now. But Jesus doesn't come. Lazarus doesn't get better. Lazarus dies. And four days later, Jesus walks up. And at two separate times, we see once with Mary and once with Martha, they come to Jesus and they say, Jesus, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. And so often, that's how we read those words and we assume because those are the words that are written those are the only words that were spoken and they were spoken Jesus if you had been here my brother would not have died now this is just for me but as I think about the lead up of Lazarus dying if, as I think about the favor that they requested as I think about how close they were to Jesus and and the feelings of just the letdown and the questions and the doubt that came into their minds, I assume that phrase was not spoken in that way. There was a lot of emotion there. I imagine there were words said outside of that. I imagine it was not, Jesus, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. No, no, there was anger and there was frustration and there was fear and hurt and sadness and it was probably more like Jesus if you had been here my brother would not have died and then I bet there were more words than what were written what about all those questions where were you Jesus what's going on I thought you loved us 
Dude, I saw you heal someone by saying the word. You couldn't do that for Lazarus? What is going on? And in that moment, here's why I love this story. In that moment, you know Jesus' response? He doesn't go, dude, I am God. Do not talk to me like that. He doesn't say that. He doesn't say, listen, Mary, I got this. I'm going to heal him. No. You know what he does? He hears them. I imagine there was a lot of hugging. And then he walks to the tomb. And they all cried together. See, Jesus recognized they were going through some stuff. And he recognized that God gave us emotions to help us when we're going through some stuff. And you may have never thought about this because I hadn't until I started preparing this this year. And this is why I think this is from God because this is not something I would normally ever think about. Expressing our emotions, even negative emotions, even anger, sadness, fear, expressing our emotions is a way to express thankfulness. I'd never thought of that before. So when I'm honest with myself, when I'm honest with God and I express my anger, when I express my sadness, I'm actually being thankful. And I know that seems a stretch. Think about it this way. Christmas is coming. You give a gift. You give a toy to your kids. You give a uh, tool to a family member, yard work, a kitchen tool that's going to make things easier. And the best way that they can express thankfulness to you, I know of when we give gifts to our kids, the best way that they can express thankfulness to us is to use those gifts for what they were intended for. If it's a toy, play with it. If it's a tool to make yard work easier, use that tool. If it's a gadget to make kitchen work easier, use that gadget. And God has given us emotions as tools to help us navigate difficult circumstances. And one of the best ways that we can express thankfulness to God in difficult times is to use our emotions in an appropriate way. One of the best ways that we can express thankfulness to God in difficult times is to use our emotions in an appropriate way and express those emotions. Be honest about those emotions. All right, so that's the first practical way. Second way is this. Ask for help. Ask for help. I told you guys that I am a person that struggles with anxiety. I struggle with crippling anxiety. And, you know, I've spent days in bed and I have cried for hours a day, days on end. And and I'm here to tell you that one of the best ways that you can be thankful in the midst of really difficult times is to ask someone for help, whether that is personally or professionally. When we ask for help, it is a form of expressing 
thankfulness. Let's go back to giving gifts. Let's say you give someone a gift. You are super excited for them to get this gift. You have this gadget or this toy or whatever it may be. You've used it. It's awesome. It's incredible. You give it to someone. They get it, and they're not really sure how to use it. And so uh, maybe you've experienced this. They just kind of let it sit. Man, one of the best ways that my kids would express thankfulness to me is to be like, Dad, I don't get this. How do you use this? And be like, dude, let me show you. This is awesome. This is going to be incredible. And I think so often we face these difficult times and we think, all right, I just got to man up. I got this. I got to handle this all on my own because I am tough and I am strong and I can work through this. I can just muscle my way through it. And God says, no, I, I've put people in your life. I've put people around you personally you can reach out to. I've given people brilliant minds that, that can help you professionally. Just, just ask for help. You see, God gave us this incredible gift called life, and he knows we're going to have good times and we're going to have difficult times. And the best way that we can express thankfulness for this gift called life when times are difficult is to ask for help. And hear me, because I'm passionate about this. I told you guys, I, I suffer with crippling anxiety. And when I was a kid, middle school, high school, young adult, I didn't really know what it was. But at some point, I got professional help. And it changed my life. It changed my life. And, and if you are sitting here and you're, you're unsure, you're nervous, let me tell you this. It is a long road. But if you can find the person that will point you to the person, again, it's a long road, that will point you to the person that specializes in exactly what you're dealing with, it's a game changer. And, and if you're sitting here and you are unsure about asking for professional help or where to start, I'd love to talk to you more about it. Super passionate about it. I'll get off my soapbox. Uh, but one of the things we can be thankful for or a way to express things is to simply ask for help. Third thing is this, don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up on life. You see, here's the thing is that even in the midst of difficult times, God has a purpose for you in the future. And one of the best ways that we can express thankfulness is to be honest, be honest with ourselves, be honest with our emotions, and express right now times are really, really hard. They're really difficult, and I'm feeling frustrated, and I'm feeling angry, and I'm feeling upset. But in the midst of this difficulty, I understand God has a purpose for me in the future, and I'm not going to give up on that purpose. And so I'm, I'm going to work through this difficulty, and I'm going to use my emotions as tools to help me navigate this, and I'm going to ask for help, and I'm going to know I'm going to refuse to give up on this life because God's given it to me for a purpose, and he's got a future for me. You guys, as I started to work through this in my own head, I looked at this list and I thought, man, like, I would be the person that would be like, just ignore what's going on. Be happy. And I'm the person that's like, I got this. I can do this on my own. I don't need a video to figure out how to do stuff. I don't need to ask people for help. I can handle this. And I would never consider 
that sometimes when I'm down here in the depths, expressing thankfulness looks absolutely nothing like the way I express thankfulness when I'm up here at the heights. Looks totally different. And for years, for years, I have assumed that if I'm going to express thankfulness to God, that I've got to bring myself from here up to here. That's just not true. God gave us tools down here that we can use. And using those tools is an expression of thankfulness. It's just something in our culture we never consider. And so every single week that I teach our students, I give them a really practical challenge. The practical challenge is, is simply so that when they walk out the doors, they know if I want to take a next step in my faith, this is something that, that I can do this week to take that step. And so I want to give you guys a practical challenge this morning. I want to encourage you to express thankfulness. Maybe your life right now is really, really good. Like things are going well. You are living on the mountaintop. You are joyful and thankful and everything is awesome. I want to encourage you to look at this list right here. And pick one of these that you can work on this week. Maybe you need to be a little bit more honest with your emotions and your thankfulness. Maybe you're thankful, but you're the kind of person that's like, I can't be like too thankful. And, and you just need to get real with your emotions and be like, yes, I'm so thankful. Life is so good. Maybe you're a person that needs to be a little bit more specific with what you're thankful for. You need to make a list because, man, life is so good. You just, you just got to list it all out. Maybe you're a person that you're thankful and you just need to express thankfulness to the people around you. You need to find someone. You need to say, hey, I'm thankful for you and here's why. If life is good, I encourage you to, to look at this list. If life is difficult right now, I encourage you to look at this list. Pick one of these that you can work on. Maybe you need to be honest with your emotions. Maybe you need to go home today and you need to sit down. You need to be like, God, I am so mad. I'm so hurt. I'm so sad. I'm so angry. I don't know what to do. I don't know where my life is headed. And you just need to express your emotions. You need to be honest. You need to quit pushing them aside and assuming you have to be happy and you just got to be honest. God can handle our emotions. Maybe for you, you need to ask for help and you've known it for a long time and you've been putting it off and putting it off and trying to handle it all on your own and you just gotta, you just gotta break down and ask someone for help. Maybe for you, you're in that place or you're about to give up and I want to encourage you, man, don't give up. Make a commitment to yourself this week that no matter how low you are, no matter how bad things get, you are going to refuse to give up. And after you make that commitment, which is going to be a hard first step, go back up to these two things and start working there. Because here's the truth. As we move out of Thanksgiving and into Christmas, we are going to hear a lot of things about being joyful and thankful and excited. And to be honest, some of our lives just aren't there right now. 
circumstances haven't put us in a place of joyful and excitement. And I want to encourage you guys, whether you are up here on the mountaintop or whether you are down here in the valley, there is a way to express thankfulness in an appropriate, healthy manner. And I want to encourage you this week to really think about how do I express thankfulness with where I'm at in my life? What is a healthy way? Let me pray for you guys. God, thank you so much for this morning and the chance to be here. And God, I just thank you for the tools you've given us uh, to express thankfulness, to work through some difficult things in our lives, to be the people that you created us to be. I thank you for a purpose and a future. And God, I pray for each person here. I pray that you would, um, man, just pour into them. God, I pray that they would um, be real with their emotions. God, that they would ask for help. That they would not give up. God, that as we move from Thanksgiving into Christmas, that we would express thankfulness no matter where we find ourselves in life. In Jesus' name, amen.